0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to shadyrays.com and use the code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized glasses. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast's tailor made Stealth 2 driver giveaway. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. And finally, we're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, a fantasy baseball podcast. Join Blake and Ryan three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. We are hosted by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and you can also follow them on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow my other Twitter account. It is at Lock Betting That's at Lock Betting At LockBetting.com is the Twitter account for both the LockBetting podcast, a free podcast and home of Das Bundesliga Show and other sports podcasts I do. And for LockBetting.com, which is my premium pay service that has delivered 118 months in a row of transparent track profit. It's transparent and tracked because every spreadsheet ever is available over on the LockBetting.com site. If you want to do some quick research, some quick due diligence, just head over to the Twitter account that I mentioned at LockBettingCom and check out the pin tweet because that will always be the PL from the previous month. Whilst you're scanning through that, you will notice we don't do any five star plays. We don't do any 10 star maxes or 10 unit maxes. We don't do 20 unit whales. We don't do 50 or 100 unit. Diamond plays or plays of the year or plays of the decade or any of that bullshit. We don't play with monopoly money. It's all real staking with real bet slips posted via WhatsApp. So you guys get them immediately. The WhatsApp service now gives you 24 7 access to me and in place. And as I said, everything is transparent and tracked. And as a result of that, we are now just two months away from being able to say we haven't had a single losing month in sports betting for an entire decade. So head over to LockBetting.com if you want to sign up for the service. Now, let's move on with this edition of the EPL show. We begin with the three o'clock kickoffs on Saturday because the game between Manchester United and Everton, which is the first EPL game of the day at 12 o'clock, will be covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. That episode is now already available on the Soccer Gambling Podcast feed. So, we start with a game between Aston Villa and Nottingham Forest. Villa are the informed side going into this, and they are the 4-6 favourites to win this game. It's 3-1 to one on the draw, and it's 19-4 here on Nottingham Forest. I would have demiss- dismissed Villa... ...as a team who had nothing to play for a few weeks ago. But they have gone on an extraordinary run and now currently sit 7th in the table. They have an outside chance of European football. And there was a genuine chance they could be playing in the Europa Conference League this season... ...or the way this season's going, maybe even the Europa League. As I said, said, they sit 7th in the table... They are just six points behind Tottenham and have played the same number of games. They are two points behind Brighton in sixth place, but Brighton have two games in hand. And they are actually a point above Liverpool, although they have played one game more. So a phenomenal run from Aston Villa. They are, as I said, one of the league's informed teams with 13 points out of a possible 15 picked up from their last five games, while Nottingham Forest... They are in free fall at the moment, losing three of their last four games. They're not even getting it done at home. And they have been particularly woeful away from home so far this season. Boris have seven defeats in their last eight in all competitions. And um, it's very difficult to see anything but an Aston Villa win here in this one going up against a team who now sits 17th in the table And only goal difference is keeping him out of the bottom three. So it's a far cry from the run Nottingham Forest put together after the World Cup. They are right back in the relegation race. And I don't think things are going to get any better for them here. I like Aston Villa to pick up another win and continue this run, which would make it 16 points from 18 games and would put them right in the thick of the European places. A phenomenal run from Aston Villa, a phenomenal bounce back from Unai Emre as a manager after a humiliating defeat in the FA Cup, which looked like it was the end of the honeymoon period and the bounce that they initially got off Unai Emre, But that's not the case. They've had some phenomenal wins which included winning away to Chelsea and losing Graham Potter his job. And um, I think they'll continue here against one of the poorest travellers in the EPL in Nottingham Forest. And they pick up a win here again in this one. Up next, we move on to the game between Brentford and Newcastle, where Brentford are the 13-5 underdogs. It's 5-2 to on the draw and Newcastle are the even-money favourites. Newcastle have certainly recovered from their blip, uh, which they had just after the World Cup. It looked like they were going to drop out of the top four, but they have uh, restored their focus after losing the Carabao Cup final. But I do think that this is a very difficult place to go. I thought West Ham would be a more difficult place to go for them in midweek. But they tore West Ham to pieces. But Brentford have a phenomenal home record this season. And I do think it's worth taking them on the double chance market to stall Newcastle's solid run. Brentford on that double chance market to just avoid a defeat here are available at four to five, minus one twenty-five. I'm taking this play because Brentford are unbeaten in ten Premier League home games, and their only league defeat there this season came against Arsenal. So that's right. Arsenal are the only side to win at Brentford all season. Everybody else has been beaten and that includes Manchester United and Liverpool, who have both lost at Brentford and both of them lost convincingly as well. Newcastle, while they are tough to beat, they are vulnerable to dropping points away from home and have only won two of their last six games away from home, although the last one was an absolute bashing over West Ham. But here, I like Brentford to get something, and I'll take them on the double-chance market to avoid a home defeat here, given that Arsenal are the only team to win here, and we're getting 4-5, to five, minus 125 on that selection here for this one. Up next, we look at a game here between Fulham and West Ham. Where Fulham are the two to one home underdogs, it's nine to two on the draw, and West Ham here are the six to four favourites. Doesn't really make sense when you look at the league table, but it does when you look at the players that Fulham are missing without Alexander Mitrovic and him having this long run, this long suspension. It does definitely weaken Fulham. It does weaken the way that they play. It does take away that target man option. Plus, West Ham are the more desperate side. And um, Fulham are pretty much going to be in mid-table come the end of the season anyway. They're not going to now navigate themselves towards the European places. And they're certainly not involved in the relegation scrap that many expected at the start of the season but i think it's difficult for me to take west ham here as a favorite but it's also difficult for me to make a case of fulham as as an underdog despite the fact they are much higher up the table i'm going to go for btts both teams to score as my main selection here this is because west ham have scored in their last five competitive games, but they've conceded twice or more in four of their last six Premier League away games, whilst Fulham have scored exactly two goals in four of their last seven at home. And they've actually won 2-1 twice during that run and a 2-1 win for Fulham here is actually tipped up at the price of 12-1. to 1. But we're going to take BTTS here. Don't really trust either one of these defences. I don't trust either team to win either. But 4-5 to minus 125 on both teams scoring does seem like a decent way to go here for this one. Up next... We move down to a game which is absolutely crucial at the bottom of the table. It's 18th versus 19th. This is a definite six-pointer. It's Leicester at home to Bournemouth, where Leicester are the 10 to 11 favourites. It's 12 to 5 on the draw, and it's 3 to 1 here on Bournemouth. I'm not sure... It's really considered a new manager bounce when you have a caretaker in charge and everybody knows that this is the guy who's not going to have the job. Leicester actually go into this game with two caretaker managers, the same two guys who took charge of the game against Villa. I'm talking about Adam Sadler. No, not Adam Sandler, Adam Sadler and Mike Stowell. They took caretaker charge for Villa, uh, for the Villa game. And now they will be caretakers again for this one. So as I said, I don't think that points to a new manager bounce by any stretch of the imagination. It's difficult to take either team here. So I think both teams to score again, this time at a price of five to six minus 120 could be a decent way to go. Both of these sides are just leaking goals. Leicester have gone 10 games without a clean sheet, so you would fancy Bournemouth to come here and score. But Bournemouth have conceded 13 of their 14 away games in the league this season, so just one clean sheet this entire season away from home. So we'll ride that data towards both teams to score selection. Don't trust either one of these two teams to win. If Leicester did have a new manager coming in and they had that new manager bounce, I would definitely take him because there are some quality players there and perhaps that new managers could get something out of them. But that's not the case and it really should be the case. When you're looking at a game against Bournemouth, you should have all your ducks in a row and you should be looking to win this game and finish Saturday outside of the relegation zone. Then that might still happen, but I'm not confident enough it will happen to take Leicester. So we'll take both teams to score at the price of 5-6, to six, minus 120 here in this one. Before we move on to what is probably the game of the day on Saturday between Tottenham and Brighton, let me quickly tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favourite NBA, NHL and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. So here we go. Tottenham at home to Brighton. Where Brighton are the away favourites here at Spurs. So that kind of tells you where both of these two teams are at at the moment. With Brighton chasing the top four with a perceived outside chance of making it. And an FA Cup semi-final to look ahead to. Something Tottenham should be looking ahead to as well. Had they not been so complacent against Sheffield United leading to their exit. But complacency has been the theme of the season for Tottenham, which is why we have them here as an 8-5 underdog. It's 5-2 on the draw, and Brighton are the narrow 6-4 plus 150 favourites. You're really tempted to take Tottenham here to turn up and put out a performance just because uh, they are seen as an underdog in this spot. And they have a decent home record. They've had a really good home record over the past couple of seasons. And they also won 1-0 earlier at Brighton this season. They've also won the last four at home in the league. So despite the fact that Antonio Conte's gone and Tottenham seems like a little bit of a dumpster fire, Tottenham are managing to get it done at home. In contrast... Brighton, they're definitely in form, but they've only managed to win one of the last four away in the Premier League. And I just feel they could come up short here against another Premier League rival for the top four. Tottenham, they've only conceded one goal in their last four home league games and have scored seven in total across the last 3 Astra Astro-Brighton, they've conceded twice in two of the last four away league assignments. So Tottenham do appeal here, especially as an underdog. We're going to take Tottenham here as a pick or Tottenham in the draw-no-bet market at the price of even money plus 100. I think this is a generous line on Tottenham. I do think Brighton are being slightly overrated and I think there is a significant difference between a travelling Tottenham team and a Tottenham team who play at home. Up next, we look at the game here between Wolves and Chelsea. Where Wolves are the 16-5 to 5 home underdogs. It's 12-5 to 5 on the draw and it's even money plus 100 here on Chelsea. I actually fancy Chelsea to win this game. I do think that they will get themselves a new manager bounce from Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard wasn't sacked because the players didn't like him. Frank Lampard was sacked because he's tactically inept and um he wasn't good enough to to manage Chelsea and he wasn't good enough to manage Everton, but he was massively popular with the Chelsea supporters. He was massively popular with the Everton supporters and he was massively popular with all of the players. So that's the type of manager that I do think will get a bounce out of good players here at Chelsea. Good enough to beat Wolves. Ultimately, probably not good enough to beat Real Madrid in the Champions League. But here in this game, I do like riding that bounce here and taking Chelsea. A lot of Lampard's players are still there. When you look at someone like Mason Mount, who is very, um, very underutilised, very disgruntled under the old regime, this is an opportunity to show what he's all about. And a lot of players will feel that way. It'll be really interesting to see how many of the new players are used in this game tomorrow or whether Chelsea go back to a very Lampard like a very Champions League? 2021 winning like team here for this game. That's going to be interesting. Team selection here is going to be very interesting. But ultimately, I do think Chelsea will end up winning a low scoring cagey game. I think they'll find a moment of quality here. I say low scoring simply because we've seen 11 of Chelsea's last 13 games in all competitions produce under two and a half goals. They come up here against Wolves, who are the joint lowest scorers in the division with just 23 goals in 29 games, whilst under two and a half goals has been a winning bet in eight of the last 10 home games. So it would not surprise me to see this going comfortably under three goals. Under two and a half goals does provide some value here at the price of three to four. But I think if anybody wins it, I do think Chelsea will find that moment of quality in this game and leave Wolves with three points in this one. The final game on Saturday is the late kickoff between Southampton and Man City, where Man City the overwhelming favourites are at 2-7. It's 5-1 to one on the draw, and Southampton here are the 10-1 underdogs. It's difficult to bet this game because Man City are going to win it. Manchester City are trying to get revenge as well for an embarrassing Carabao Cup exit earlier on at the season at the hands of Southampton I like Manchester City to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here in this game. City have actually won the last seven games and have beaten in 2.5 Asian handicap in five of those victories. So minus 1.5 doesn't seem like such a big ask. The Saints have failed to score in three of the last four games. And uh, if they fail to score here, that puts you in good stead to cash the bet because you only need Manchester City to score twice. And the data here tells you they'll be more than capable of doing that and more than capable of covering this minus 1.5 Asian handicap line, given that they won a reverse fixture 4-1. Southampton are winless in four, failings to score in three of those games. And City have scored 17 goals and conceded just one in their last three games. That is phenomenal data. 17 goals scored in three games, conceding just one. We'll take City with the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here in this one. Before we move on to Sunday's games, let me let you know about the Driver Giveaway. We're brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast and their TaylorMade Driver Contest. The contest is completely free to enter and you have a chance to win an awesome TaylorMade Driver. The drawing will take place on Sunday, April 8th. So make sure you get in by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. That's com slash driver. Moving on to Sunday, we begin with a game between Leeds and Crystal Palace. These are two teams who aren't right in the thick of the relegation race, but a loss or two for either one of them could drop them well in it. They are far, far from safe. Just have a look at the league table and have a look at the points tally of both of these two teams and then the points tally of Nottingham Forest. Leeds are the 11 to 10 favourites to win this one. It's 23 to 10 on the draw and it's 13 to 5 here on Crystal Palace. Palace did get that new manager bounce from Roy Hodgson last weekend and they'll be looking to build on that here in this game. This is actually a game where I think both these two teams could beat each other and we could see some goals. The over 2.25 is where the line is set here for this one. So if you get three goals, you cash. If you only get two goals, you only lose half your stake. So it could be worth doing here. The over 2.25 available at a price of 10 to 11. Leeds have been involved in some high scoring games as of late. There have been at least three goals scored in each of the last four. And they're actually scoring on an average. They are actually scoring on average two point five goals per game during that run. Palace's games haven't been as entertaining, but they have struck three times across their last two games. A massive improvement from the team who um, could not get a shot on target in the last few games under Patrick Vieira. So they should be able to add to the goal tally here against a Leeds defence that is quite leaky. And um, yeah, the data here just tells you that we could possibly see goals and it could be worth taking the over 2.25 with Leeds scoring 10 goals across the last four games and Leeds going six games without a clean sheet and Palace have had just one clean sheet in their last 10 games. The final game we'll cover here is between Liverpool and Arsenal. This is undoubtedly the game of the week. And if you are a Manchester City backer for the title, this is a game that you have circled for Arsenal to be dropping points in this run-in. Liverpool are the 2-1 to home underdogs here. It's 13-5 on the draw and they have Arsenal as the 5-4 to favourites. I could not disagree more with this line. Um, You could have had them even, you could have had Liverpool as the slight favourites, but to make Arsenal the favourites at Anfield after Liverpool scored seven goals past Manchester United at Anfield doesn't seem like the right thing to do. Yes, of course, all the data is going to point to Arsenal. Arsenal have won their last seven games as they continue to push for the title and they can make it eight in a row here by beating Liverpool. Liverpool come into this one having lost three of the last four games and have scored just one goal since they beat Manchester United 7-0. But... They do get up for the big games. They still do have a chance of finishing in the top four. Manchester United are shaky. Newcastle have never been there before. Tottenham are massively inconsistent. Brighton, they've never been there before. So there is a chance if Liverpool can put a run together, they could still finish in the top four. At the very least, they want to finish in the European places. Their home form this season hasn't been bad. They've shown what they can do against Manchester United. They also beat Manchester City at home earlier on this season. So I think it's absolutely ridiculous here to have Liverpool as a two to one home underdog. And we are actually getting a decent price on Liverpool just to avoid a defeat here. So rather than having to take Liverpool as an underdog, we could get a decent price on Liverpool just to avoid a defeat here at a price of four to six minus one fifty. Liverpool in the draw no bet market. Liverpool as a pick, is a plus money selection. We're getting six to five plus one twenty on Liverpool to win in the draw no bet market. If they win, you win. If it's a draw, you get your money back. You only lose if Arsenal win. And Arsenal are priced up at eight to thirteen. So worse than four to six minus one fifty in the draw no bet market. They are significant favourites to win this this game, I completely disagree with it. Arsenal have always, always played poorly at Anfield and uh, I definitely have this circled as a game where I expect Arsenal to drop points in the running. Manchester City backers and Man City fans will have this also circled for exactly the same reason. And um, I'm going to go with my gut here and not the data. I'm going to go with Liverpool at home. As I said, this is a side who've beaten Man United convincingly and they've already beaten Manchester City at home this season. And I'm going to ride Liverpool at home in a good form at Anfield and take them to at the very least avoid a defeat in this game Liverpool on the double chance market will be my official lean uh, at the price of four to six minus 150 but I'll definitely be considering a sprinkle on the money line here at the price of two to one plus 200 in this one closing out with your lock on the show loads of locks tempted me this week I was tempted to put a lockout over on betmufc I like the look of Chelsea with the new manager bounce of Frank Lampard going back. I think Tottenham are a ridiculous underdog at home to Brighton. I don't feel that Brighton should be favourites at Tottenham. So all of that stuff did tempt me this week. But ultimately, I have landed on the last game. We're going to take Liverpool on the double chance market or Liverpool plus 0.5 to simply avoid a home defeat at Anfield against Arsenal. There are absolutely so many reasons to take this play. First of all, we'll look at Liverpool's home record this season where they've played 13 games, they've won nine, drawn three, And lost one. They've only conceded nine goals in those 13 games and scored 34 with a plus 25 goal difference. Obviously, that includes a 9-0 win against Bournemouth and a 7-0 win against Manchester United. But that tells you everything that Liverpool are capable of at Anfield. They are coming up against the top away team in the Premier League this season with Arsenal getting 11 wins in 14 away games, one draw and two defeats. But they are very, very beatable. Liverpool are where they are on the table because of their away record. They're 12th in the away table with three wins from 15 games and eight losses out of those 15, which is absolutely appalling for Liverpool. But their home form is far from appalling. Look at some of the wins they picked up at home this season. They've beaten Newcastle at home, albeit very, very late on and controversially. They did beat Ajax at home. They did beat Napoli at home. When they played away to Arsenal, they only lost by three goals to two. They've beaten Manchester City at home. They've destroyed Manchester United at home. So when you look at all of that, you, you struggle to understand why Arsenal are a significant favourite here. If this was priced up with Liverpool being at 6-4 to plus 150 and Arsenal being priced up at 6-4, to 150 and the bookies couldn't decide who was going to win this game, ultimately, that would have been acceptable to me. That would have been fair because it would have been Liverpool's home record going up against Arsenal's away record and everything Liverpool have done over the years and being a team of of a higher pedigree and also taking into, into, into consideration the fact that Arsenal hate coming to Liverpool and hate playing away to Liverpool. But no, none of that seems to be factored in. It just seems to be a case of the bookies have decided Arsenal are this massive juggernaut. Liverpool are this team who are massively on the decline, yet when Liverpool suddenly put a little bit of a run together or Liverpool destroy Manchester United 7-0, everybody very, very quickly is ready to announce that they are back. Everybody's immediately back on the Liverpool train. Everybody suddenly has this respect for Liverpool and they completely forgot that this was a good team with good players. You have to go all the way back to 2012 for the last time that Arsenal actually won at Anfield. They won by two goals to nil in the Premier League in September 2012. Since then it has been all Liverpool. February 2014, Liverpool beat Arsenal by 5 goals to 1. In the, on the 21st of December 2014 there was a 2-2 draw. There was a 3 3 draw in December, oh, sorry, in January 2016. On March 2017, Liverpool beat Arsenal 3-1. In August 2017, Liverpool beat Arsenal 4-0. In December 2018, Liverpool smashed Arsenal 5-1. In August 2019, Liverpool won 3-1. In October 2019, they had a 5-5 draw in the League Cup and Liverpool significantly rotated their team for that and still got a draw and extra time. Liverpool in September 2020 beat Arsenal 3-1. Liverpool then beat Arsenal 4-0 in November 2021. Liverpool then drew 0-0 against Arsenal in the in January 2022 and um, their last three meetings have seen Liverpool even win two times away to Arsenal. in the League Cup last season and 2-0 in the Premier League last season and earlier on this season Arsenal won narrowly by three goals to two at home but Liverpool have absolutely owned this team particularly at Anfield and suddenly you want me to take Arsenal as a favourite and believe that they can do something that they haven't done for 11 years this is a good team and this is a team who could genuinely win the EPL but they aren't a super team yet and they aren't a team who should be priced up as the 5-4 to favourites to go to Anfield and win this game whilst Liverpool are the 2-1 to one underdogs having already beaten Manchester United by seven goals to nil and Manchester City earlier on this season. This spot feels completely the wrong spot to take Arsenal. We'll take Liverpool to avoid a defeat here as the lock on this show to Liverpool on the double chance market at the price of 4-6 minus 150. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening.